Blog Talk Radio. Hi, listeners, and welcome to another edition of What Is With Murph. Uh, today on the show, we welcome super talented uh, uh, singer Katie Beth. We'll um, talk with her about her career, music, and anything that she's working on that uh, she can talk about. Uh, um, this is going to be fun. And folks, I've been talking to um, Katie Beth a little bit off air. Y'all are just going to absolutely adore this lady. So, with all that being said, let's um, um, go ahead and welcome uh, uh, the super talented Miss uh, 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 Katie Beth to the show. Hey, Katie Beth, how are you? Hello. How are you, Murph? How's it going? I'm doing well. Um, thank you again for doing the show today. Thank you so much for having me. It's, I'm so excited to be here. Absolutely. Uh, and as I was, as I was just saying, uh, oh, uh, we've been talking a little bit off air, and 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 I'm just so excited for this interview. Yeah, I, I I said to you, you know, we've been friends on Twitter for so long, and I've been following like what you do and all the guests that you have, and how much of an advocate you are for female artists and artists of color, and just just kind of the underdogs of music, and you know, people that are really pushing to start their music and get their music out there. And I just I love that. I love that you're an advocate for that, and it it means so very much to all of us artists out there. All right, folks, it's your show. I'm going to go cry now. (laughs) 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 Um, um, Thank you for saying that. I mean, I mean, uh, you pretty much within uh, 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 30 seconds uh, summarized what this show is all about. (laughs) Because, because uh, I started the podcast in, in 2012, good God, it's been 10 years. Holy crap. <laughs> um, wow. But uh, I, I started the show in 2012, uh, and I wanted to create uh, like a safe space for for uh, um, artists and musicians to come and, and share their music and their stories uh, and just be heard in, in an industry where we both know that's not always usually the case. Yeah, it's it's you know, it's it's so hard and I know that it's changing in the landscape and you know, it's opening up to more artists that aren't the everyday, you know, guys with the beers and the trucks. It definitely is finally opening, but it just feels like for so long so many of us on the outside were just banging the walls and the doors of trying to tear down the walls of what is supposed to be and just get in and be played and be heard. And I said to this to my friend a while back, I went and this over the summer, I went and saw a couple of bands and they were all female fronted bands and they were doing this kick ass rock and roll, you know, hear me roar woman empowerment music. And I like looked at my friend and I was like, I did that before it was cool. Like I've been doing that my whole career and no one wanted to hear it. No one wanted to play it. No one wanted to come to the shows or hire a, a female artist that didn't give a damn and wanted to push all the boundaries. And now it feels like 
that's finally happening and we're finally getting to hear and see those artists. Thank God for people like you who see our worth and our value and want to play us. And I'm so, so appreciative. Uh, you know, and, and I'll say this now, and I'll say it again at the end of the interview in a few minutes, but, but if there's ever anything that I can do for you, I don't care what it is. Uh, um, don't ever hesitate to reach out. I mean, just keep doing what you're doing. Just keep pushing the independent, unsigned, unheard artists, the artists that don't fit the mold of what country music always has been and isn't always going to be. That I see that. I see that in the artists that you have on, in the the groups that you're in, in the tweets that you retweet. And I just, I see that and I'm, it, it's inspiring and it makes me have hope that there are other people that have platforms to hear and push these artists, and you're giving us a, a voice and a place. Well, uh, I told this to to a friend of mine the other day. I said, I'm going to keep doing this until y'all tell me to shut up. <laughs> uh, so uh, uh, I did kind of want to uh, ask uh, – how you got into uh, the music business in the first place? Well, my mom always says that I pretty much came came out of the womb singing. <laughs> I could sing before I could talk. I was putting on shows. I mean, I was three or four years old and singing into my grandfather's cane. And, you know, we would go to places and I would find a stage or a space in the living room or in the basement of family get-togethers and I would sing and dance and put on shows and it didn't matter who it was for or who was paying attention. I just always wanted to sing and be in front of people performing. So I've always had that in me. And I grew up in a very small rural town, very blue-collar, middle-class, conservative, Christian family. And you just, you don't dream big dreams like that. You go to work, you raise a family and you just kind of do that, and that's what is expected, and that's what you do. And so I always had these huge, lofty dreams. I remember sitting um, in, like, in my high school study hall, and we would, we would get to have the TV on. We would get to be in the study hall in our band room. And I saw uh, Martina McBride, Wild Angels, the music video, and I was like, oh, my God, that's what I want to do with my life. Like, that, I want to do that. I want to be her. And, you know, no one at at 14 years old, no one was telling me that I could do it. No one was saying, hey, you can be a country music singer. So I really just had to pave my own path of how do I do it? How do I start? And so when I was like 18 years old, I started singing karaoke in bars. I wasn't even old enough to be in them. And then I started hosting DJ shows and karaoke shows and winning karaoke contests and in 2004, I decided in the middle of the night, I was driving home from running a DJ show and a song came on the radio and the, the words and the, her voice pierced through my soul. It was two in the morning. I was exhausted and I just, I hadn't figured out what I was going to do with my life yet. And the words were, you know, dear mom and dad, please make my dreams come true. You know, love your baby girl. And my mom had always, always called me her baby girl. And it was Jennifer Nettles singing Baby Girl of Sugarland, And I drove to the all-night Walmart, bought me the CD, 
and decided right then and there that I was going to chase music until, until it killed me, until they told me to shut up. And so it just, I just pushed and pushed to play all the shows and do everything I could and write all my own music and define the boundaries that country music seems to keep artists inside of. That is a great story. I mean, I'm just sitting here like, wow, you know, uh, and, and I love hearing, hearing stories like that. I mean, uh, uh, I've always been a big, big, big advocate and a big fan of people, uh, uh, chasing their dreams. I mean, uh, whatever said dream is, go for it. I don't care what it takes. Absolutely. I agree. And, uh, and, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but you're actually from uh, uh, Wisconsin, aren't you? I am. I'm from the Milwaukee area of Wisconsin, and I've actually lived in Nashville a couple times uh, for a few years. And I've played all over the United States. You know, I toured with a professional full-time musicians for like 15, 16 years. You know, and we played anywhere from 50 to 200 shows a year. Um, there was some weeks where it was three shows a week and rehearsing and loading in and out, and I had no, no marketing, no team, no, no roadies. It was just literally us. So you know, coming from Wisconsin, there's not a lot of country artists here. So uh, yeah. it really was. I got to decide how I wanted to do it and how I wanted to make it look and make it sound. And the reason I bring up Wisconsin is, is I've actually been to uh, Milwaukee once in my life. You have? What did you come here? Um, I came for a Brewers baseball game probably three or four years ago. Oh, okay. That's awesome. You came all the way to Milwaukee for a Brewer game? Actually, um, this is part of a bigger dream. Uh, I, I, I have a dream of seeing... All thirty major league stadiums. So, oh. I think that have you been to Chicago? I've been to both of them in Chicago. Yes, I have. Okay, I totally want to go to Wrigley Field. I've never been there. Dude, you absolutely seriously need to go. It is the best, uh, um, the absolute best experience. Yeah, I, it's. I love the the history of it, and I'm not really a mm-hmm. baseball fan, but I love historical places and buildings and I love the stories that they tell so it, it is definitely on my bucket list of things to do um the three I think the three most historical uh stadiums are are uh, Wrigley uh Yankee Stadium and Fenway and I, those are the three that I totally would want to go to Boston is on my list of literally the next place that I go to is either Boston or Cali and I would totally go to Fenway Park. That's, yep. Boston is a great city in, uh, in and of itself. It's a great city. I think you'll have yes. fun. Yes. So, uh, so how did you get started in radio? I'm totally taking over and asking you a question because I'm so curious. Oh, it's fine. How did you get? That's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, um, <laughs> it was actually an accident. Um, um, this is kind of a... A long story, but anyway, uh, I had several friends that do, or 
um, that did this, um, they've all gone their separate ways now, but um, and they're into other things. But uh, I would call into their shows to to uh, talk to their guests, and it wasn't music related at all. Uh, but uh, um, I said to myself, I said, you know what? If they can do this, I can do this. And I've been I've been a fan of radio for pretty much as long as I can remember. Uh, I broadcast radio uh, like. Uh, talk shows and stuff. I've been a, ra- a radio junkie for many, many years. So, uh, so I dove in, uh, in, about, in about 2012. I dove in, and I made myself a promise. I said, if I'm not enjoying this within two weeks, I'm done. I tried it. I have no regrets. Well, two weeks has been ten years and counting. Dang, that's awesome. And. And I'll be totally honest with you. Um, it's the absolute best decision I've ever made in my time, in my entire life. I love that. Uh, but yeah, uh, uh, I started covering music itself in in like 2014. I started covering music, and I've been at this eight years. That's great. I think that living your passion and being able to live out your dreams, you know, success is different for every single person and the level of success and what you consider success is so interpretive to, you know, your own subjective ideas. And, you know, some people ask me like, you know, what you stopped and why aren't you doing music? And we, I think I still do music in my own way, even if I'm not out there touring and playing shows, you know, so the fact that you're living something that you love and your passion, that that's that's amazing and that's all that life is about. And and I say this all the time, uh and it's it, in your Twitter bio, so I'll I'll bring this up. Uh um uh, the show may never be a level of say a Bobby Bones or or anything like that. And I'm fine with that. Uh uh success to me is is if this podcast can, can be uh, be a stepping stone for an artist to that next gig, that next interview, or the next whatever they, whatever it is, I, I've more than done my job. Yeah, I think that that is exactly, and I, you know, I'm very, I'm, I wouldn't say picky, but I, I'm very, it's very important to me to do my research, whether it's playing a show at a venue or doing an interview or going on a podcast, I do my research of, you know, the host and the program and the venue because more than anything to me, it's about the person and the advocacy for music and what, you know, they stand for. And I think that's the best part of you is I see all the time that you are out there fighting and giving a voice to the artists that aren't heard as often or told no or, you know, aren't allowed in the old good old boys circle and so I really I know I keep saying that to you but it just it means so much to me and other artists that you really are advocating and helping us kick down those boundaries absolutely and and uh as I said before uh 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 um there's nothing in this world I'd rather be doing and nothing means more to me than uh than uh uh, seeing you guys succeed. 
Yeah. Uh, so, uh, 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 let me ask you this. I know you've been at this for many, many years at this point, but uh, if you weren't an artist, what would you be doing right now? Well, I went back to school in 2016 for criminal justice and psychology, and I, I started school a little bit late, but I totally could have seen myself in the FBI being a criminal behavior specialist, um, an analyst, investigator, you know, special investigation, special crimes. That's totally a, a passion of mine. Um, I actually have a, my private investigator license, and I do a little bit of private investigative work on the side. And so that that's something that I would have pursued sooner. I totally would have went down that avenue. Nice. And and I love that kind of stuff, too. I love uh, – see, uh, I was a, uh, a sociology major in college. So that kind of investigating and digging into the mind and all that kind of stuff, I love it. I agree. And And just seeing how – how uh, uh, how uh, people tick, you know, and and how they interact with each other. I love that stuff too. Yep, it's, it's it's the mind, man, the psychological aspects of people and what makes them tick and do things, and you know their motivation for things. I just it's so interesting. Right, absolutely, and and, and I think I brought a little bit of that to this podcast, <laughs> uh, probably accidentally. But uh, uh, if you've listened to the to um, the show at length any time, you probably guess that that uh, my interview style is not like anybody else's I've I've ever ever uh, ever come across. Uh, I, um, of course, I'll I'll bring up music and and just like I did with you. Uh, uh, how your career got started or whatever, but but I'm more interested in in the person behind the artist. And I think that that is what makes your show like that sets your show apart. I love that it doesn't it doesn't have like a you know it just it flows with the person and kind of where the interview you know takes you. And it is I mean the person makes the artist. You know the artist is the person out there that is doing the performing and the singing and being a musician, but really at the end of the day when they go home and they take off all those artist clothes and, you know, put that hat on the table, they're still that person. And the person is what makes that artist a full, well-rounded artist as a whole. And so I love that, you know, you focus on the person. Absolutely. Uh, okay. So uh, um, another question that I did have for you, uh, 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 and I, I asked all my guests this, uh, and we're going to go uh, uh, pretty deep here. Uh, when everything's said and done with your career uh, many, many years down the road, uh, what impact or legacy would you like to leave in this industry? You know, that's been the same thing since the very, very start of all of this, and it's it's never mattered to me about money or followers or listeners or CD sales or selling out arenas. Never. It never has been. It never will be. It is all about reaching one person, being able to show 
one little girl sitting in her bedroom questioning whether she's good enough or one little boy that doesn't know if he can do his dream. It's to show one person that anything is possible and all you have to do is believe in yourself and do the work and dreams can happen. I absolutely love that. And, and that's the same with, that's the same with me in the show. Uh, uh, it's not about me at all. I mean, it's, it's about, about, uh, uh, you guys and, and telling your stories and, 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 and essentially making you the star of the show. <laughs> well, we thank, we thank you so much for that, Merce. <laughs> and, and, and I feel the same way you do. For me, it's not about listeners. It's not about uh, quote-unquote fame. It's not about uh, any of that. It's about just, just, just uh, uh, seeing good people succeed. Yeah, I think, and that's the most important is that when we all work together and we help, you know, stand next to each other and inspire each other, we can accomplish so much more, number one. But that humanity in, there's a place for all of us. There's a place for everybody's voice and talent. And it's about helping someone along the way and reaching out your hand and showing them that they have a place in the world as well. Absolutely. And and I've been in this podcast space uh, uh, ten years now, and there's people that are coming up in the podcast world, and and I've always said this. I've always been like, uh, I could very easily uh, be threatened by these people coming up. I ain't doing it <laughs> because because uh, uh, because like you said, there's literally room for everybody in this business, and. If I can 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 uh, can uh, share the things I've learned with the uh, next generation coming up, that's what it's about. I agree. And part your wisdom. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So, uh, um, I know we mentioned social media a little bit uh, uh, earlier, uh, but uh, how has has uh, uh, being on social media affected your career thus far? Well, you know, I did I did all of this before there was a social media. I learned how to make my own website. I sat on my hallway floor with an old computer for like 27 hours and learned. I taught myself how to code and how to make a website and design a logo and do all of those things before there was even services to do that. And so you know, social media, the, it's a curse and a blessing. It helps you, you know, get out in front of more people. It gives you a broader audience. You can connect with, you know, fans and listeners and friends. And so, you know, that part of it is such a blessing. But I also think that, you know, the negative side of it is, especially in our world of content creation, everything is so quick, you know, seven seconds and, Nobody has the attention span to pay attention to a whole album or a whole video of singing. And so the way of whole albums and concerts is just is changing because of that, because of the social media and the need for the content to be there constantly. And that, that's 
that's hard for me. That's sad for me because I'm an album person. I'm a put a project together from start to finish. It tells a story. You know, my first three albums had liner notes, you know, and that's, I grew up that way. And I, I love having all of that aspects from artists. And I just, I just hope that even though we have the social media and our attention spans are shorter, I hope that the love of full projects stays regardless of, you know, the distraction of we need the next thing coming faster than, you know, sooner than later. Right. And I'm the exact same way. I mean, I love nothing more than sitting down and listening to a full album top to bottom. There's nothing greater than that for me. Yeah, you get to see where they were in their life at the time and what they have to say. And, you know, most albums, the artist takes a lot of time to figure out the the, the t- track, you know, the title tracks and the order of which the, the, the songs go and, you know, what the story is from top to bottom. And I just think that it's so important to understand and really get to know an artist, especially your favorites. And I, I'm still an, ar- an album person. I will listen from top to bottom. And it, it's hard when all these artists keep putting out singles because it feels like you mm-hmm. don't get to know them as fully as an artist. And 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 it and this is probably showing my age here, but but uh, I remember uh, 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 my first interaction with music. I was probably about three or four years old. I had I had a cassette tape of 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 George Strait's debut album. Mm. Man, I I absolutely wore that thing out. Holy crap! <laughs> And and uh, from then on, I've been a country music fan from then on. Except the time I was in high school, which we won't talk about. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. I get it. <laughs> I didn't think it was quote unquote uh, cool to be a country music fan in high school. So there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, um, 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 I think we've got. Um, a couple more questions for you. That then, then we're gonna gonna uh, uh, let you go and let you get back to your evening. Okay. But uh, I did have a a sort of fun question for you. Um, since we've been been a little serious here lately, uh, um, you're stranded on on a deserted island and can only take three things with you. What are you taking? Oh my gosh. Usually it's like which book or album, and I, I have that queued up. Okay, what two things am I taking? Um, I mean, do I have, like, food and clothes? <laughs> <laughs> it's your island. I mean, you can take whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, if I mean, if I already have food and clothes, then I'm not, I'm not going to take those. But I definitely would need some kind of music, something to read, and probably my best friend because I need to laugh. So, <laughs> I'm the same way. I mean, I'm a, I, I, I'm a social person. So, if if I don't have have somebody there to talk to, I'll drive myself completely insane. I mean, I can have a conversation with myself, but I don't think I can make myself laugh laugh so much. You know. <laughs> right, right. Uh, okay, so. Uh, uh, Oh, uh, uh, 
another thing I wanted to ask you is, what is the is the biggest lesson that the music industry taught you? Oh, that is a great question. That just because someone tells you no doesn't change your worth or that you're good enough because it's just one person's opinion. You have to believe in yourself and know that you're able to do it. So no doesn't mean no. No means just try harder. And and, and that ties into my next question. Uh, what's the best advice you've ever been given? Just be you. Don't try to be anybody else. Everybody else has already taken. Good point. <laughs> Good point. Uh, okay. Uh, uh, I always love asking this question because because um, um, the answers are literally never the same. Uh, you know, as a creative person, which I know you're you're extremely extremely creative, uh, what inspires or uh, motivates you? Gosh, you know, I, I, I'm working on a new project right now, and I, in the time, so I played my last show at the end of 2019. I think I might have played one in early 2020, but definitely the end of 2019. So it's it's going on almost two years now that I haven't played a show, and but I'm still writing. I'm still always creating, whether it's writing a song or. You know, I, I'm doing a little bit different of a project right now. And the thing that is motivating me is something that is in a show that I watch. And, you know, he, her friend in the show, the main character's friend, gives her advice and says, you need to do the thing that only you can do, and that's tell your story. And I know that parts of my story other people have lived and, you know, we all have a story to tell, but I can only tell the story that I've been through. So I'm motivated by that, by sharing that story. It might help someone. It might inspire someone. It might motivate someone or push them to do what they've been wanting to do. So I'm really motivated about uh, in sharing only the, the thing that only I know how to do, and that's tell my story. Awesome. Well, uh, you know um, you've inspired me to, to, uh, to, to uh, 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 do something this weekend. I'm gonna sit down. Okay. I'm gonna go through uh, Spotify, iTunes, or whatever, and and listen to pretty much everything you've ever put out. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. If you start with my first album and work all the way to. My last EP I just put out, you can hear it's a whole story timeline. So I'll absolutely I'll 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 absolutely do that because because I am such a music fan and such a music nerd that 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 and I've done this a couple times. I will sit down and go through an artist's entire catalog top to bottom. That's amazing. I do that too. I want to, you know, my favorite artists. I want to, I want, I want to take in every single thing that they put out there, and it's really, really important to me to to know everything that they put out there. So, and you can find all my music on iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. It's all out there everywhere. So, awesome. Uh, and speaking of albums, probably, uh, uh, probably uh, my favorite album to date uh, is Thomas Rhett's new album. 
That thing is chock full. Oh, of I it. haven't heard it yet. Uh, Country Again, Side A. Um, okay, I'm gonna um, have to listen to that. It's a no skip to album. <laughs> that mm. and and um, um, Camille Art's brand new album is just wow. She's incredible. She's so so talented. Oh my gosh, she is. Uh, we had her on the show here. Uh, I want to say maybe six months before she signed her uh, record deal with uh, Reviver. Sweetest girl ever. Yes. Uh, well, uh, and um, this has been so much fun, you know. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. I, I love that I got to do this. It's been a very long time since I've had an interview. I was a little nervous going into it. So thank you so much for giving me the opportunity and for following along in my career and really just giving artists like me the opportunity to, you know, put our music out in the world and be heard by more than just the small amount that we have. So thank you so much, Murph. Absolutely. And, 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 uh, uh, and, and, um, the next music you put out, I, I'm more than gladly play it on on Indie Country Radio. I'll be uh, uh, I'm more than happy to play it for you. Awesome! I will let you know when that happens. Awesome. Well, uh, thank you again for doing this, and and like I said, this has been so much fun, and and you always have a, have a uh, open invitation back to the show anytime. Thank you so much. I'm going to take you up on that when I have my new projects coming out. So thank you again for having me. Absolutely. And and as I said in the beginning, if there's ever anything that I can do for you, don't ever hesitate to reach out. Okay. I appreciate that. All right. I'll, I'll talk to you later, okay? All right. Stay safe. All right. You too. Bye. Well, I hope you guys enjoyed our interview with um, the lovely Miss Katie Bass. Um, uh, real quick, before we wrap up here, I did want to mention that, that next Tuesday at uh, 4.30 Central, uh, we welcome back uh, one of my absolute dearest friends, Miss uh, uh, um, um, Taylor Marie, back to the show. So I think with that, I think I'm going to um, end the episode right here. Uh, you've been listening to, to uh, Wait Days with Murph. Thank you and goodbye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.